Hey, what's up folks? Welcome back to another Lair by Lair. In today's tutorial, we're gonna make a stand for the Adafruit MagTag. So let's jump right into it. So definitely check out the Adafruit MagTag. Um, if you wanna pick one up, you can get notified when they're back in stock. Just sign up, uh, you'll get notified by email. This was a really cool e-ink display. Um, we're gonna make a stand for it today. Really cool thing about it is it has these built-in standoffs, so it's really easy to secure it to a case, a mount, a stand. We also have these little magnetic feet, so you can stick it right on your fridge if you don't even want to make a stand for it. So that's really cool. Um, so let's just jump into Fusion. We have a 3D model of the MagTag, so if folks want to download that, you can uh, use the links in the description. It's got all the components on board, uh, the standoffs, of course, and even the ESP32-S2, along with the USB-C connector, stem ports, and all the little bits and bobs that, uh, that are on the back there. So that's really cool. We've already made a stand for the MagTag, but this is a, a sort of a, a horizontal stand, so it works like that. It's kind of nice, but we really have some cool project ideas for making a, uh, a portrait vertical um, style um, project. So we need to make a stand for it so that it's propped up vertically. So that's what we're gonna do today. So I'll go ahead and make a new document. Before I can import uh, any models, I need to save this. So I'll just save this as a vertical stand for mag tag. Cool. And then uh, I'll just bring this into the, the document. So I'll right click on it, insert into current design. Now, before I hit the okay button, I want to orient it vertically already for me. So I don't have to like uh, think about uh, joints and things already. I just want to position it before I hit the okay button. Uh, so at this point, I want to think like, where do I want my connector? Do I want to have the USB-C connector plugged from the top or from the bottom. So it's up to you. Um, because it's symmetrical, um, it won't matter because you'll be able to put it either or, but it's good to think about clearances and things uh, before you add it. So I'll, I'll probably have it like this where the USB-C connector is pointing down. So I'll hit OK because that's how I positioned it. And then um, the next things I'll do is I'll create a new component. This is where our stand will be. So I'll just name it stand. So when I'm making stands, I normally just do a side profile. So looking at it from like the front, uh, I, I tend to draw on the side and that, that way I can easily uh, figure out the, uh, the viewing angle and stuff. Uh, so let's go ahead and make a new sketch with my stand component selected. I'll select uh, this surface here, which is the side. Cool. So I'm going to use uh, a rectangle tool. So I'll bring up the rectangle tool and then just kind of draw this out. Now what I want to do is I want to start thinking about numbers, values, wall thicknesses, heights, widths, that sort of thing. So I want this to be parametric, so I'll bring up my user parameter window, which is this guy here, and I'll start with my first one. So the first one will be the walk thickness. So how thick do I want my walls to be? I like to make them three millimeters for stands, so that works out well. And then uh, I'll make a uh, the length of the base. So I'll just punch in some numbers here, 90, and then the height of the stand, stand height. Make this like maybe 100. Stand width is another one. Maybe make this 70. And then uh, there's another one I want to do the viewing angle. So when you're doing a viewing angle, you want to do the degree. So the unit of measurement has to change from millimeters to angle and then uh, degrees here. So I'll call this view, view angle, if I can spell it. And then uh, the expression will be 70 degrees because I tend to use 70 degrees. And we can modify these numbers as we want. So I'll hit OK. All right, so now that I have this, I want to make this the thickness. So that's the wall thickness. OK. And then I want to position this uh, in the center of this sketch point. So if we select the sketch point, you can see that it's at 0, 0, 0, which is right in the center of the, like the whole workspace coordinate. 
So I'll, I'll select these two and then I'll apply a midpoint constraint. So that's always in the center there now. That's cool. So the next thing is I'll do is make uh, a series of lines that will create the kind of stem for the stand. So I'll create a line and I'll make sure that I like lock it into this edge here. So I'll make sure to click on that point. And then what I want to do is I, I, I want to add that degree here. So I'll say viewing angle there. So that locks it in there. And then this right here, I want this to be the height of the stand. So I'll punch that in there and then just click. And then that defines it for me. So I got that. Now the only other thing is like how far off do I want this to be positioned. So I can say I want this sketch point to be a certain distance from that edge. We'll just hard code it right now for now. Uh, so let's say like 20. Cool. All right. Another thing I, I can add here is a length to this line here, which is the base. And we've already established one, so I'll say base length. That's how I want it. All right. And then what I need to do, I just need to finish this right here. So starting back up here, I'll grab my line tool and I'll start from this uh, the sketch point. And if you if you kind of move this around, you'll see that a perpendicular constraint shows up, which is nice. I want this to be perpendicular. So I'll click on that. And then the last line here also make that perpendicular. And then I can uh, hit the little checkbox here to say, okay. So now what I need to do is to is to glue this sketch point to this line down here. So with the, the shift key selected, I have those two selected, and then I can say I want a constraint, a coincident constraint, and that locks it down there. And then the last thing I need to do here is to apply a thickness to this guy here. You can see here if I go straight up, that's not perpendicular. I want this sketch dimension to be perpendicular, so I'll make sure that it is. And then uh, I can say wall thickness, and now that's, uh, that's fully defined. So yeah, that looks good. All right, the next things I'll do is hit finish sketch and I'll start extruding. So how do I extrude this out? I'll make this and this, go extrude out like that. I need to change the uh, the extent from distance, or actually no, I need to change the direction to symmetrical. And then I'll change the measurement from half length to the whole length. And then in the distance, I can, um, I can play with one of those uh, user parameters like the stand width. I'll hit OK. There's a little bit of oddity here with this sketch dimension, so I'm going to go into it and fix it up because it is it is looking a little weird. So I'm going to delete that. And you can see here that I need to make a dimension from here to here. Viewing angle. I'm not sure why it didn't work. View angle. I guess I spelled it wrong. Let me change that to the right spelling. View angle. Wonderful. All right. And then hit stop. There was just a weird oddity there when I applied it first. So now from here, we can uh, bring that sketch open. And what I tend to do with all my sketches is I say right click, show dimensions. That way I can modify this. See, I want to push this back a little bit. So change that 20 to a 30. And that pushes it back a little bit. That works fine. All right, so the next things we need to do is create some holes for the uh, for the mounting standoffs. Mounting holes for the standoffs, right. So um, I'll select this surface, because that's the surface that I just want to sketch on. I want holes there. So with it selected, just make a sketch. And then from here, I need to make four holes. And one of the easiest ways I like to do that is to just use a rectangle, and then I'll apply holes to the corners of the rectangle. That way, I can better uh, apply sketch dimensions to the rectangle as opposed to having to figure out, um, you know, 
um, how, how to space out my um, how to space out the circles that there are actually perpendicular with, with each other. Just use a rectangle and then apply circles to the tr to the uh, to the corners. It works out really well. So let me show you. So I'll get my rectangle here. Let me hide the mag tag so I can not see it. And then I'll just kind of sketch a rectangle like that. And then you can just roll over with the with the circle tool, roll over one of the corners and create a circle. So 3.5 is what will make it like that. And then what we need to do is we need to figure out the spacing between those uh, between the mounting holes slash standoffs on the mag tag. I've already figured it out, but I'll show you how I figured it out. So you can uh, hide everything and look at your model and then use the measurement tool, which is the hotkey I on your keyboard. And then I'll select one of these circles and then another circle. And it'll tell me the distance between them. So the distance between them is 42.72 going uh, this ways and then going long ways. Uh, it is, let's select one of these circles and then the opposite circle at the bottom and it says uh, uh, 72.39. So I have my little cheat sheet document here. I've already written it down. I've even written down uh, some of these things to change out. So, so that's cool. So let me get this in my keyboard, in my, in my clipboard, 45.72, to close, bring back the stand, activate the stand, and then like go into that sketch. Here it is, hide the mag tag for a second. So I'll apply that first sketch dimension to this one here. So that's 45.72. And then the next one is 70, 72.39. So apply that there. Sometimes, there we go, it's, it's working now. All right, so now that I have that, I can move this whole set. Now you notice I only have one circle. I need to make three more. So instead of making three and applying a, um, a dimension to each one of them, I could just mirror this one. I don't have any lines to mirror yet though, so I'm just gonna make some construction lines. So to do that, I just need to figure out uh, what's the center of this line using um, just rolling over it, it tells me, that's the center. So I'll click to make a line there, hit OK, and then I'll do it to the opposite end here. So roll over until I get the midpoint, click, bring it out, and hit OK. And then I just need to tie these two points together, so I'll do a shift select and then use a coincident constraint to tie them together. So cool. So now I can actually select these two lines and make them construction lines. Do the same thing, double click on any one of these lines. It'll select the whole rectangle, hit the X key, and then they're not gonna intersect our circle. So that, that makes it easier, because if we didn't, then we would have to select this and that, and that can kind of suck sometimes. So again, double click to select the whole uh, the whole chain of, 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 of lines, and then hit X, and there you go. All right, so now I can actually use this line and this line to make mirrors, right? So the first mirror, I'll bring it up, Let's mirror this circle, and then select our mirror line as this one here, hit OK. Bring up another mirror, select these two circles, and then we'll use this line as our mirror line, this one right here. And you can see them previewed there, hit OK, and then they're there. That just makes it easier because now I can just change one, one circle, let's say I want this to be six, and they all change. Turn it back to 3.5, and there you go. The reason why they're 3.5 and not three is because I just want the screws to go through, to pass through the holes without having to like thread them. It's just easier because the thread is already inside of the standoffs, so that's real secure there. So you don't have to worry about making threads here in the print. So now that's a set. Now that's it set up. I need to figure out like position-wise because I can still move this around. 
So what I'll do is I'll make a, a midpoint constraint, or actually let's go ahead and bring in this line. You see this baseline there? Let's bring that in with a projection. So I'll project that into this sketch using the projection hotkey. It's P on my keyboard. And then uh, make sure the projection link is turned on. Hit okay, and then there's our purple line. It lets me know it's a projection, right? So now what I can do is I can uh, tie a line to the center of that, and then tie it to the center of this line. So now what I can do is I can say I want this line to be horizontally uh, constrained or vertically, so it goes up and down. And then I can apply a, a number, a, a sketch dimension to the to the to the length of that. So let's say 12. And then uh, now we can now it's like locked in there. It's not moving. It's it's in the dead center, uh, going vertically. And then we can play around with this number if we need to. I just went ahead and made that a construction line because just to keep it consistent. I could also do that here down down here too, construction line. And then hit OK. So now I need to make an extrude and make a cut to make these holes. So I'll select this one, hit E on my keyboard, and then just append these other holes just by clicking on them. And then I'll rotate around to the back, and then the distance, or actually the extent, change that distance to object, and then I can just select the back of our stand. And then you can see here our cuts are nice and perpendicular with the surfaces, and that's looking good. I'll hit OK, and that's looking good. Uh, it's just a habit, right click on your sketch, show dimensions, and now you can see that dimension. And if you ever want to bring up this, this number here at the bottom, let's just bring it up just to show you, you can do that and it updates with it. Very cool. So now that I have that, now I can bring back the MagTag model, uh, highlight the whole document, the root of the document. You can see here now it's, now it's time to position this thing into place. Best way to do it is with a joint, definitely. So I'll bring up the joint. It's uh, the, the hotkey is J on your keyboard, and the first line is just pick one of these standoffs. I'll pick this one because it's like right there. So I'll pick the edge of that circle, and then I just need to pick to the circle that's next to it, or that's like the closest to it, which is this one here. So I'll just select that. Fusion will animate it. If you hit the motions tab, just make sure it's a rigid type because it's not moving or it's not a moving joint. It's just a rigid joint. So that's all good. Um, and then when you hit OK, then everything should kind of glue together and, and, and kind of append. So now it's in position, which looks great. So if we ever, uh, so yeah, so now at this point we can uh, open up any of the sketches, modify it. I, th I think I want to bring this up to like 14, so it moves up a little bit, maybe even to 20, because there is some clearance that I need here for these buttons, and of course the USB-C connector for USB-C cable. I have a feeling that it's still not enough room, so let's do 30. And you see it won't let me do it because, um, oh, I did do it. It's just it has a, a, a warning here because the height is now not good. So when that happens, bring up the user parameters and increase the height. So the stand height is uh, 100. Let's do 110. And that fixes itself, and the joint it gets all better. Now, I do kind of want a hole. I want to punch a hole in the center here near the bottom so that I can have the USB-C cable come through here as opposed to having to be on the outside here. So making a hole in the center could be a good idea. So let's go ahead and just go into this sketch that we already have where our holes are and just add a new hole. So make a new circle. Let's make it 25 millimeters in diameter. I want to cut half of the hole, so I really don't need to do that. I could just grab this line that was projected, hit the X key to make it not a construction line, and then I can uh, say I want the center of that circle to go into this line here. I guess I could just do a coincident, coincident, <laughs> and then that's locked in there. And... Um, that can now be used as a profile to create the hole. So hit OK. Make that into extrude. 
And then again, we'll say uh, extent to object and then select the back here. So that's nice. Hit OK. So now we have a cut. Now there's one thing about that cut though. Let me show you. It's a better visualize the cut. Uh, use the inspect under the inspect um, menu. Use the section analysis and then just do a side view of it so I can see in the side of it. Looking here at this, because we did a, a, a cut, you can see here that it's no longer, it's cutting into the base. And uh, if we do a little measurement here, it says it's 20 degrees off. So I can just shift this so that it's nice and flush. And that's what I want to do. So to, the easiest way to do that is to use a draft tool. So the draft, your pull direction, I'll select this surface. And then the face that I want to pull is this guy here. And then I can use this handle here and then just 20 degrees. And you can see here, it's now flush with the rest of the base and uh, turn off analysis and you can see that's all nice and clean. So now at this point we could do some, some stuff like some fillets to round off these edges. So I'll bring up my fillet tool using the F key and then I'll select those edges that I want to round off. So these four at the bottom and then these two at the top. Let's say we want four millimeters, hit okay. I'll also do a fillet down here. Let's, let's add a fillet to these things, maybe two. And then let's add a big fillet uh, to these four lines here that connect the stand to the base. Let's do something like four or maybe three and that will increase the strength of that of those two pieces joining. So there we go. That looks pretty good. Uh, let's bring up the appearance window. We'll go to plastic under translucent and then down here we can pick a nice matte color. Let's pick this blue. Right click on it. Hit edit. And let's make it a more palatable color, like maybe periwinkle. Yeah, that's looking good. Hit done. Hit close. That's looking good. Make sure you save it. Design. And then uh, why don't we bring it into uh, a slicer and see what are some good options for uh, orientation. So let me uh, name this body vertical stand for MagTag. Right click, save as STL. Save it to wherever you want. And now I'll bring it into to Cura here. So I'll bring it in. Let's open it. You could print it as is, like that. So let's see what that looks like and how long that'll take to print. That takes three hours and 15 minutes. So that's how long that'll take. Um, and really, there's sort of a weak spot right here. I mean, it's not super weak, but it's definitely not the strongest part right here, right where it starts to build the, uh, the actual stand part. So you, so what I found is a better way to print it is to flip it on its side like this. Let's slice it and get a look at, um, so it's three hours and three minutes. So it's, it's, it, it, it will, it'll print faster. And the, the joint here is, is way stronger. And then you can play around with the thickness values that you want, but that's how I like to print it. I think it'll print pretty well. It'll take a minute, but it's, it's a stand. So that's, that's all good. Uh, but yeah, it's fully parametric, so if you want to change the viewing angle, it's really easy to do so. Just bring up the uh, user parameter, and let's say we want something like 60. You can see, all right, now you'll want to play around with like the fillet because obviously it's broken right now, uh, but you can play around with that. And uh, depending on how many features you have and stuff, changing certain things might might break, as you saw when we increased uh, the, the, the clearance down here. We needed to increase the height, so you can do that. But there you go. I'll have a link to download this file if folks want to 
use this or create it from scratch, go ahead and grab the, the MagTag 3D model as well. So now we have a vertical and a horizontal stand. So, so both of them um, work out nice. That's gonna do it. Let me know what you guys think of this video and definitely check out all the rest of the playlists that we have if you've missed any. I hope you guys are staying safe out there and I will see you in the next one. But until then, remember to make a great day. Bye folks.